0: Thursday, September six, two 2018. You are listening to the Daily Dose Sports Podcast, and I am your host, Clint Daly, coming to you from the Mile High City right here in Denver, Colorado. And you know, if you are tired of the same old sports talk that you are getting on your local radio, even sometimes on your satellite radio, where you just have callers calling in and saying things that don't make any sense that you don't really want to hear. Uh, yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm calling here. I think the Jets rule. Uh, I'll hang up and listen to your opinion. That's not really what we do here. We actually try to talk sports with a dose of common sense. We prefer to laugh at a lot of the sports world because a lot of it is actually pretty funny. And we are happy to have you here with us today. Happy Thursday to you. Hey, I don't mean to get everyone all excited, but Thursday, tonight, the NFL begins. The NFL regular season does kick off tonight. We have the Philadelphia Eagles, those Super Bowl champions. Philadelphia Eagles hosting the Atlanta Falcons in a rematch of that NFC divisional playoff game from last year. Don't forget, the Eagles had to scrape out a win 15 to 10. The Falcons actually had a shot at the end to win it. And of course, that didn't work out so well for Atlanta. But here is my question for you today on The Daily Dose. Is everyone ready for some serious overreactions? Because the NFL is coming. Big game tonight. Pretty good slate of games over the weekend. we still got college football. It is a magical, wonderful time of the year. And we know the overreactions are going to be coming hot and heavy. Never fear. Hey, if you'd like to contact the show, let us know maybe what you're overreacting to. Or maybe some of the overreactions you are hearing. We would love to hear from you. Feel free to email us. dailydosports at gmail.com. Or go reach out to us over on Twitter or Facebook. Both of those handles are at Daily Dose Sports. Maybe you've got a suggestion. Maybe you have some feedback for the show. Maybe you need a little advice. I have actually had a few people reach out to me this week, ask me a couple questions. I'll always answer you right away. We may use it on the show eventually. In fact, a couple of things I got this week I may have to hold off and use on the show. I don't know, maybe next week or something. We just have a lot to get to this week doing our NFL preview. Like I said, we do have a lot to get to today. We need to get to part three of our NFL preview with our longtime friend of the show, Larry from Centennial, who stopped by to make our picks for who he thinks is going to win each division. But we don't just discuss divisional winners. We look at each team in the division and we try to predict how they're going to finish on the season. It's not always easy to do, but we do take a look at each and every team. And we are eventually getting to our Super Bowl 53 picks. And it is hard to come up with this season. There are a number of teams out there that can contend for a Super Bowl. Who's actually going to step up and do it? And we're trying to sort through that right now. And we'll be getting to that here in just a few minutes. But first up, we do have just a little bit of breaking news coming out about the NFL, actually. Because all-pro free safety Earl Thomas said yesterday he was ending his holdout and was going to report to the Seattle Seahawks. But, but, he's not very happy about doing it. The disrespect is well noted, Thomas posted on social media. Now, it looks like the Dallas Cowboys were trying to make that trade for Earl Thomas. And in fact, they had increased their trade offer for Earl Thomas to a second-round pick over this past week. But the Seattle Seahawks basically said, yeah, that's not enough for us. We're going to need more. We're going to need maybe a first-round pick. Now, Thomas is 29. He has held out this entire offseason because he wants a new contract extension or he wants to be traded to a team that will give him that contract extension. Thomas's absence from mandatory minicamp and training camp right now has him owing the Seahawks about $1.6 million in fines. He would have also been fined about $500,000 every week that he would skip if it made it to the regular season, which would have been his salary. The rumor is that the Seahawks have agreed to wipe away all of those fines in exchange for him actually showing up yesterday. But it is kind of interesting when I look at this situation and I look at it on the part of Seattle, because the Dallas Cowboys basically came to the Seattle Seahawks and said, hey, you're kind of frustrated with Earl Thomas. You don't want to give him that big deal. How about this? How about we give you a second round draft pick for him? And Seattle's like, come on, please. Are you serious right now? This is Earl Thomas. Have you seen Earl Thomas play? Earl Thomas is one of the best safeties in the NFL. Come on. He's worth way more than a second round pick. Up that Annie. He's got some serious value. So then the Cowboys are like, oh, okay, so I guess you're going to pay him that serious value? Hey, 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 slow down. We didn't say that. We didn't say anything about paying him. We're just telling you what he's worth. We're not saying we're going to pay him. Like, we're just saying someone out there will pay him. And if they pay him, then he would be worth, like, a lot of money. But way more than a second-round pick that you're willing to give us. One other quick side note. The Seahawks actually play the Cowboys in Week 3. Going to be interesting to kind of see how that whole situation is with Earl Thomas. Does he go over to Dallas, start talking to guys? Hey, yeah, so uh, show me around. What is it going to look like next year when I end up coming here? Because unless the Seahawks get a long-term deal done, he is going to be gone. Again, why is everyone trying to get out of Seattle so bad? We have seen almost all of those defensive players from those Super Bowl teams get out as quickly as they can. And Thomas wants to get out. They just didn't let him. What is going on in Seattle that they don't like? Why are they in such a hurry to get off of that sinking ship it looks like? I know this of Russell Wilson. Nobody seems to want to stay in Seattle, though. You wonder if they're still blaming Pete Carroll for that whole fiasco. Now, on the other end of the spectrum, we have another player in the NFL who has also not been showing up to anything lately because Pittsburgh Steelers running back Le'Veon Bell doesn't look like he's anywhere near showing up for work. The Pittsburgh Steelers running back is not expected to play this Sunday against the Cleveland Browns unless there's, I don't know, some kind of crazy thing just gets done all of a sudden. And yesterday, his agent hinted that on Bell might be willing to wait this out even longer. Of course, Bell still hasn't signed that $14.5 million franchise tag. He will become a free agent next year, but he has to sign that deal by week 11. Now, the team obviously was hoping he would show up for work this week, but he's not doing it. And his agent says he's going to do the things necessary to protect his long-term value. This is a weird situation that we have brewing between Le'Veon Bell and the Steelers. But right now we have this weird stalemate between the Steelers and Bell because Bell is saying, Hey, I've got to protect myself physically. I'm not getting ready to go out there run all year for you and just get beat up because when I become a free agent, That's when I'm going to cash in and get that huge deal that I wanted you guys to give me and you're obviously not going to give me. Meanwhile, the Steelers are hoping Bell shows up. They want to put as many miles on him as they possibly can because they know, again, next year, yeah, he's probably gone. You know when you get like a rental car and you don't really care about the rental car, which, side note, is why you never buy a rental car that's not a good idea, because think of how you drive a rental car. You're driving down the highway at 80, slam that thing in reverse, and just, I don't know, let's see what happens. Like, what's the worst that can happen? That is what the Steelers want to do to on Bell right now. They want to put some serious, hardcore mileage on him, and Bell wants nothing to do with it whatsoever. And the Steelers are saying they are already looking at running back James Conner to take those carries if Bell doesn't show up. Again, we've talked about it a lot this offseason. The Pittsburgh Steelers look like the most talented team in the AFC and yet uh, they just make you really, really nervous to really count on them being the best team in the AFC. Why? Things like this. Contract things. Goofy drama on the team. Silly recordings of team meetings on their cell phones. They just create so much drama for themselves at some point. We are going to be looking at these Pittsburgh Steelers and say, what could have been if they just all had their heads on straight and been devoted to one singular goal? I think this group of Steelers might end up missing out being as good as they truly could have been. Hey, coming back, we are going to continue our 2018 Daily Dose NFL preview as we are joined by Larry to discuss how this NFL season is going to go. We've got a lot of things to still get to here on the Daily Dose. Hey, just a quick reminder that if you have any shopping you need to do, you might want to head over to LootCrate.com forward slash Daily Dose where you can find the latest pop culture collectibles that feature your favorite TV shows, your favorite movies and your favorite video games. September's Loot Crate theme is now out and it is called Invaders. Forget the flying saucers. They're already here and it may already be too late. Embrace your new overlords with exclusive new gear featuring some of our favorite alien invaders. September's Loot Crate theme features items from Alien, The Predator, The X-Files, and Venom. But trust me, if none of those franchises appeal to you, make sure that you do stop by Loot Crate because you are going to find just about anything you could possibly think of over there. They have franchises for just about every TV show, movie, or video game you can possibly think of. Of course, the best part about ordering from Loot Crate, when you check out, just make sure that you type Daily Dose in the coupon box. We are going to get you 10% off of your order, just as a little thank you for listening to the Daily Dose each and every day. So yesterday, we made it through the NFC East, we made it through the AFC North, and the NFC North. Today, we are going to work on getting through the AFC South, the NFC South, and we just might try to get through that AFC West. We are going to do our best right now. We are moving on to the South, and we are going to go to the AFC South. And this was last year, one of the more competitive divisions, and I think it's going to be again this year. The catch is, I don't think that the schedules in the AFC South are going to be as easy as they were a year ago. And I think that could change some things. If you're looking at the AFC South, Larry, who do you like this year? Well,
1: I am going to take the Jaguars. Okay, and, and and I know they just I I just think they're the better team. Yeah. So I'll 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 put it there. I I'm not a Bortles believer How yet. Can you be? But again, you know, when we started this, I said you don't have to have the best quarterback. Right. Surround them with talent, and that's enough. And I think the Jaguars have done that, so that's why I'm taking them.
0: I'm going to go with the Tennessee Titans. Okay. And some of the reason I'm going to go with them is because I do like their makeup. I like they have a good offensive line. I like Marcus Mariota. I, they don't have great skill positions. Their defense, their pass defense has to get much, much better. No one's talking about the Titans. I think they might be sneaky this year. I, th- I think no one's talking about them because they're not going to be very good. <laughs> you might be a hundred percent right. I like Marcus Mariota. I like their running game. I yeah. think their passing game has a lot to be desired. And like I said, their passing defense has to be has to get better. Yeah. The Jaguars, I am worried, could be a team that because of the success they had last year, and that's a young team. Yeah. The nucleus of that team is young. Yeah. They. Come back this year and think. Yeah, yeah, we, this is already a done deal. Well, we already but, win this
1: thing. You're absolutely right. That's the risk, and and I see it too. I I can see that happening. Yeah. Um. So no doubt about it. I. Um. But before I would put the Titans as a contender, I'd put the Texans. Um.
0: Well, the, Deshaun Watson is back, and if he is back and he is healthy, he is exciting. And to watch.
1: and that's the only reason I say that. Yeah. I gosh, you know, when you watched him last year. Ooh. He was good. Really good. And so that's quite literally the only reason I would I Well, would and the put defense is there.
0: solid. That defense is pretty good. You got J.J. Watt. You got on Clowney. Yep. That should be a decent defense. I like Houston. I think any of these three teams could literally win this AFC South. I it, think it is that close between these three.
1: I I can see that. I, I could see that. I'm less uh, inspired about the Texans only because I'm not, you know, last year. Uh, I will go on record as admitting, you know, I was wrong about the Titans. I didn't see much from
0: Mariota last year. No, I just didn't see what I thought. Well, and, and he was banged up, and he was hurt, and yeah. then they get in the postseason, and he somehow beats the Chiefs in Arrowhead. Yeah, who saw that coming? They, no they had one. no business winning that game, and a lot of it was just him.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and he can't do it, you know, so himself. But right, so if things work out, time. then I can I can certainly see your scenario.
0: But uh, should we talk about the Colts? Well, let's talk about the Colts just a little bit. Yeah. Because the Colts should be better this year. They've got Andrew Luck back. Yeah. And yes, he looks And he looks, actually
1: played a game. And right?
0: he played a game and he threw a touchdown. Yeah. Yes, he looks like a Confederate soldier. <laughs> but you would think <laughs> that the Colts in the are for the Drum. Possibly either. He's <laughs> <laughs> got the neck beard he just looks like he's got the hat on i don't know yeah. here's my concern about the colts they have andrew luck back they don't have anything else no they andrew luck might not be back for long and right and that's my concern <laughs> that is literally my concern because we don't have that many good quarterbacks in this league yeah hey can we protect the man's spleen, yeah, because he doesn't have much help, he doesn't have a great offensive line, he doesn't have very good guys behind it, it, him he just he doesn't just have much get
1: your insurance up to date yes I mean, it, 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 you know so
0: that's oh, you know, about it Indianapolis Colts. what have you been doing these past few years? You have let this man go to waste, yeah with no surrounding help he t y Hilton, and that yeah. is it, yeah. We're just hoping he can make it through the season without coughing up blood. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It, I don't know what, I don't know what else to say.
0: I mean, I don't either. Yeah. Because you have what we looked at when he came out. We we're like, oh man, this guy's can't miss. Yeah. But again, when you don't surround him with any talent, just having a quarterback is not good enough. NFL owners, NFL GMs, why can't you listen to the Daily Dose? Because it's obvious. We know. Just a quarterback isn't enough.
1: Yeah. And, And and you have to wonder. Like, I'm sure if I looked at their roster, you can see who they're paying. But who are they paying?
0: I don't know. Luck. And that might be it. Is he 13% or higher? He has to be 13%. <laughs> He's got to be like 94%. It's like him and T.Y. Hilton and I don't even know. I mean, I'm watching that team last year and they were playing with Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. And I'm like, who are these players? Like yeah. they do the introduction at the beginning yeah. and be like some guy would come out and I, I don't even know who he is. Like yeah. I, even heard, I never even heard of you in college. I don't yeah. even know you. Yeah. The Colts I never, are a mess. Yeah. Yeah. And like, they should be better than they were a year ago, but that's not saying anything.
1: How long ago was it that they just beat us to death in the playoffs? Right.
0: Yeah, that was... It wasn't that long ago. No, it was the year before. So we went to the Super Bowl, lost. Then that following year, was it that year or was it the year
1: before? Uh, that was that year.
0: It was that year. The year after the Super Bowl loss to the Seahawks. Yeah. Then they came back and won it all. And Andrew Luck looked like this is the next yeah. guy. Yeah. Get ready. He's yeah. going to be it. Yeah. And then like you lose a few pieces. Your drafts are terrible. You don't really pick up any free agents. Gosh. And then pretty soon it's just Andrew Luck out there. It can go downhill. Fast. fast. Yeah, very fast. Yeah. And we saw that with Andrew Luck. Yep. And I still remember when the Broncos played them in Indy and the whole keep to lead poked the guy in yeah. the eyes thing. <laughs> yeah. Lost in that. <laughs> yeah was the fact that we were hitting Andrew Luck on every single play. And pretty soon, his spleen is like, okay, I'm waving the white flag. He can do whatever he wants, but I want out. (laughs) (laughs) It's enough of this. Stop sticking your helmet into me. It hurts. (laughs) (laughs) Not good news for the Indianapolis Colts. I think the AFC South is going to be really, really entertaining this year. That's going to be a fun one to watch all year. Yep, it will. Also, another division that's going to be really fun to watch this year is the NFC South. I thought this division would struggle last year. I admit it. I didn't think it was going to be that good. It turned out to be highly competitive. And I would think it's going to be again this season. The NFC South has given us our NFC champion two of the last three years. Yes, they lost those Super Bowls, but we're not going to bring that up. What a wild ride it's been for the NFC South. Who do you like down south in the NFC, Larry? Yeah, so first of all, we don't
1: give anybody a hard time for making it to the Super Bowl around here, right? You you get to the
0: game. Oh, yeah. Get there. That means you're second best.
1: That means you've done something. You've done something. You've you've had a chance to win. You at least had a shot. Yes, exactly. Okay, so the south. I'm taking the Saints in the south. You like the Saints. I do. This division is going to be, as you said, very competitive. Very interesting. The Buccaneers are the low man on the totem pole. Yep. And the other three, I do believe, will play for maybe the division championship and two wild cards.
0: Well, and you take the Saints. I'm going to take the Falcons, but I like the Saints as well. The Atlanta Falcons showed me something last year. Because – I even said last year on the preview, I think after you lose a Super Bowl the way that they did, yeah. you have to just dive. Like yeah. there's no way to come back from that. You're going to come back and you're going to go like 6-10. and 10. They came back and they almost went again. Yeah, They were the team that played the Philadelphia Eagles closer than anyone. Yeah. Closer than even the Patriots. Because don't forget on the last play of the game, they had a shot to win it. Not too tight. Oh, yeah. They could have won it. Oh, yeah. The Atlanta Falcons showed me something and I can't believe I'm saying that but they kind of surprised me last year but yeah. Falcons, Saints, Panthers, I think they're all right there. I
1: do and I think you know again I think the Panthers are going to be good. I think they're going to be much better than they were last year. You know, I know Cam Newton's a great quarterback. Yeah. So, uh you, you got to believe in that and I think they have a, a, a number of weapons and they have a decent defense. So I I'm, I'm putting that in the in the mix too. I like the Saints because I like Breeze Uh, I like the additions they've had uh, over the last couple of years on that team. So I'm going to take them. Yeah. I'm not going to, if there was one division that I would say that I'm much less sure of, Uh, obviously it's this one. This this is a tough division.
0: Really tough. And I like the pick of the Saints because the Saints have done something a little bit interesting. They have the big name quarterback. They have the big money quarterback. They have Drew Brees. But you know what they did? They went and said, hey, let's get a running game. Yeah. Let's not just depend all on Drew Brees because we've seen if it's all on him, sometimes he'll force the ball and any quarterback would. They're going to run the ball down your throat. Oh, and by the way, if they go play action, they've got Drew freaking Brees. Yeah,
1: and and, and that's what I like about him. I do too. Uh, I, the, the Falcons um, are, are obviously going to be really good. Matt Ryan tends to have hot and cold years. Yeah. So you never know. I, I, I think, um, you know, again, he's a, he's a really good quarterback, but I think this— kind of has to play into it a little bit. I I don't always know what I'm going to get with him. Right. So that's why why I'm taking the Saints.
0: You know my concern with Carolina Panthers? Like you said, they've got Cam Newton. They've got a very, very talented quarterback. They've got Luke Keekly. Very, very talented linebacker. Two best players on this team. What do they have in common? We never know when they're going to be healthy. Yeah. And both of them have a history of being banged up. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's their fault, but they're banged up and then... Head injuries, It drops off. Banged up. Yeah, head injuries. That's not always good. And then the Panthers still have the same old, same old, who in the world is Cam throwing to? Right. I don't know. Yeah. Devin uh, Funches uh, can't ooh. catch. <laughs> he can't. He's got Christian McCaffrey. I guess that's a good thing. If Which. you like white running backs, maybe he'll be <laughs> yeah. good. I, I, I think. Um, I like Christian.
1: Yeah. And I think they're going to win their fair share of games. Yeah. They're just, you know, I, I I think they are pretty tough. And, and I think they're going to – I think they'll be in there. I, I I do. I like McCaffrey. I do too. I, I like the fact that, you know, um, there's some similarities here with the Falcons, the Panthers, and the mm-hmm. Saints. They have those dimensional guys that can play that aren't, you know, just straight up to get run or pass. They've got a lot of flexibility with some of those running backs that come out of the you know come out of the flat and can do a lot of different things. They can run. They can catch. All three of these teams have that.
0: Well, and they've got balance. They've got aside from the Panthers' receivers, who I'm not sold on. True, but they've got some defense. They've got some offense. They can do a little bit of everything. They can run the ball. They can throw the ball. That makes them at least a contender. And then we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I don't know what to think about Tampa Bay this year.
1: Nah, you can't think much about them. I think they're, you know, low man on the totem pole here. They they got a suspension for the first, what, three, four games? Yeah. Four games. So, and he's their best player? Yeah. Maybe? I don't know. I I think he is. And if he's their best player, then
0: Uh, he's the guy you're counting on. Yeah. He's the guy that you're. Kind of revolving your franchise around, yeah.
1: Like, it, look, this is no Tom Brady gets suspended for the first four four games. Right. They don't have Jameis Winston. Yeah, I, I don't know what they don't
0: win. You know, what? Here's a scenario I'm going to throw out to you. What if they do win? <laughs> like, what if they come out and they go like three well, and one because well, they got yeah. a really tough. Those first four games are. Brutal,
1: yeah, and I don't know what they are, but it's like
0: Philly, Pittsburgh, Atlanta. Like it's it's a loaded first four games. What if they were to win those games? Would you consider just cutting him? (laughs) Well, wouldn't you have to? Yes, you really would have to because you are about to have to sign him to a new deal. Yeah, you would have to consider who's their backup. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh, jeez. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know, you, but that, here's a guy that you can't trust to get in an Uber. Right, right, right. Well, he's
1: he's unavailable for a quarter of the season. So anytime that happens, I think you have to legitimately look and see what the value is uh to the team. Yeah. And and if it's not that much and if you are able to go
0: 3 and 1, then I'd be dumping we'll him save in some, a hot minute. We'll save some money. Yeah. No yeah. question because if you sign him to the deal. The deal is guaranteed. Right. You, I don't know. Tampa right. Bay. I don't like the way they're going, and I think Dirk Cutter might be in some serious, serious well, trouble I down have, there.
1: You, no one has seen Jameis Winston like th- take over the
0: league. Either. Not at all. So Just the opposite. Forget honest. the suspension. Right. I don't know if he can play quarterback in this league. Right. He keeps throwing it to the team with the other colored jerseys. <laughs> right. I don't. I don't get that guy. Right. He's right, a weird right. dude. I watched him on Hard Knocks, and I I can't figure him out. Some of the things that come out of him. I know he's trying to say the right things. He's trying to be the guy. I don't know that he is the guy. I don't just. I don't know that he gets it. Yeah. I'm right. with you. Let's move over to the West. We are going to go to the AFC West, and I will be the first to admit I don't have a clue how this AFC West is going to go. I think all the all four teams in the AFC West could end up within a game or two of each other and it might be like 9 and 7, 8 and 8, 7 and 9. I don't have any idea which way the AFC West is going to go and I'm hoping Larry that you are going to bring some clarity to the situation cuz oh, I don't well, know. I will. I okay. Will. Here, bring
1: here, here here's the deal. The the Chiefs are going to win the division.
0: Yeah.
1: E- even with, you know, let's call it a rookie quarterback. They, they will win. They're the better
0: team. What do you base it on? I don't know. See, I'm going to, I'm going to base it on, I'm, I agree with you. I yeah. picked the Chiefs as well. Yeah. I'm going to say of the four teams, maybe they're all kind of around the same. I'm going to say Andy Reid is the better coach of all four of them.
1: Well, well, they have, so when I say I don't know, I don't know exactly what yeah. it is. Andy Reid is definitely a part of it. Yeah. Um, I think Mahomes is talented.
0: Talented. I th- Good ta- call.
1: Talented enough to, Not know that he shouldn't, you know, be considered a rookie quarterback. Sure. They do have weapons. They do. 100%. And and if you get into a dogfight with, let's just say, the Raiders, the Chargers, or the Broncos, a low-scoring game, they've got players that can break it open. Yep. They, They do have some changes on defense, though. Yeah. Which is why I agree with you. That uh, that that you know there might be a one game di- one game difference in, yeah. in the in in that whole division, but but yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the Chiefs.
0: I'm going to take the Chiefs as well, and I think it could be very very narrow because, like you said, and you used a good word to describe Patrick Mahomes, he's talented. Yeah, he's not experienced. Nope. I will promise you, Chiefs fans. He is going to do some things, and you are going to go, he is the biggest idiot in the planet. Yeah. Because he didn't see any game plans last year. Right. He didn't get any defense come out and say, here's what you do. Here's what you like to do. We're going to take that away, and we're going to see what else you do. Right. We don't know exactly what we're getting with Patrick Mahomes. Talented? Right. Yes. Good NFL quarterback? Not really sure. Right. I guess we'll see. But, yeah. like I said, I think Andy Reid is a good enough coach in the regular season that he could – Still win this division in the regular season and still win a lot of games in the regular season. <laughs>
1: well, that, that's exactly right. You're, you're, you're spot on. I think the, the popular pick is the, uh, the Chargers. Yeah. Ugh, the Chargers. That's a you, tough one. You know, I, I love, uh, hate Philip, Philip Rivers. Yeah. Yeah. But he, I mean, I mean, look at the, you know the the experience he has. Oh, he's, he's a good quarterback. He is. So so I would love to put them up. I I just don't have any confidence in anything Charger related. I
0: don't either. That franchise is snake bit. They've got the Marty Schottenheimer curse on them. You never fire a coach that went fourteen and two. God, that's why you have all these injuries. And as a result, everyone this year is picking the Chargers. It's going to be the Chargers. It's going to be the Chargers. It's going to be the Char- They're going to win the West. They're going to win the AFC. They're going to win the West. They're going to win the AFC. Yeah. And then they'll go like 0-4 oh, to start the season. Yeah. Because that's how the Chargers that's, operate. That's what happens. And Larry, at the end of the day, you know this more than anyone, never trust a man wearing a tunic or a bolo tie, <laughs> and that is Philip Rivers.
1: That's true. Uh I subscribe to those rules. I know.
0: You can't trust a guy wearing a bolo tie. <laughs> Philip Rivers wears a bolo tie. I don't trust him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's totally true everything we've said. He's he's a great quarterback, but even you know, you know, if if you look at the last few seasons, what you said, starting bad, you know, trying to come back, it just doesn't have it. Um they've lost people, they've they've had injuries. Uh, they've geez they've they've signed Gates, you know, right? For the you know, is it just looking out? for any anything, in. anything. yeah, anybody. <laughs> they can don't ever...
0: have a tight end. Like they'd go sign Kellen Winslow Senior himself if they could. I think right now they'd go get Riley Odoms. Just we just need a body at tight end. Right, right,
1: exactly. So I, uh, you know, the the popular pick, but
0: nah, I'm taking the Chiefs. Yeah, I'm taking the Chiefs too. Uh oh. We are going to have to get to a couple of other teams in that AFC West tomorrow. We didn't quite get through all of them today, especially a certain one from my very own Mile High City. Never fear. We are going to get to that team tomorrow. And you know what? There's another team out in California. Talking about moving to Vegas, we just might have to get to them tomorrow. Plus, we've got to get to the NFC West, and we have to get to our Super Bowl picks. Never fear, we will get to it all tomorrow because tomorrow is Friday, and we are going to be finishing up our NFL preview. We will let you know who we think is going to be winning Super Bowl 53 I'd say thank you all so much for listening to the daily dose every day thank you so much for the feedback for the questions for the suggestions and thank you so much for sharing the show it is very appreciated I'd say thank you to JSP could not do any of this without you I will see you all tomorrow have a great Thursday.